I end up doing one whole project just for taxes that year. So we talking. I got to make sure I got five, six, seven stacks sitting. Like, I can have a killer year. And one of those projects is just to keep the government off the back. That's hard. <laughs> That's hard. It's so hard because it's your money and it's there. But it ain't your money and it really ain't there. I guess if you if you break it down in your mind properly, yeah, it, it makes it a little easier. Like I said, if you don't want to smoke and, and you and you really do enjoy what you do, you value your your freedom, you value the, the ability to move like you do. Like you said, that's that's the cost. The cost of it is that I will freedom gladly. tax. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You know that Nebraska has a thirty percent self employment tax. Uh huh. I don't know exactly what portion of the income they can tax that much, but I know it's a it's a high rate to to basically not work for somebody else. So they put that in there to incentivize people to not have their own business. Literally, it's a it's a fear tax, a fear tax to make sure you work for some corporation in this state. Wow. Yeah. So if you if you self employed, solopreneur. Uh, sole proprietor, one man LLC, two man LLC. If you work, run your own business, self-employed, and I want to say it's mostly freelancers. I don't know if it counts if you LLC because then your money's coming from the corporation you set up. But if you're a sole proprietor like me, taxed. Yeah, they they want to make sure you work for the man because there's tax incentives. I learned this being on the Chamber of Commerce board. There's tax incentives for corporations in this state to entice them to move here. And so to entice them to move here, they get a break for staffing up. They get a break for, for creating jobs. Fine. Huge tax breaks. And in order to keep that staffing going, basically on the backside of that, they tax anybody who ain't working for a corporation. So, you're right. <laughs> You so get what a, happens if you work for a corporate corporation and you own your own business? Um, <laughs> then they they <laughs> look at that work? they look at that chunk they look at that piece, what you made on the side that then it just becomes impl, uh, additional income, not a full on enterprise uh, in and of yourself. So I think in that scenario, you might be straight. But yeah, man, I just found I just I, I knew that there was one because I looked at the byline coming from my accountant. And I could see, okay, I had to pay. I, I literally had to pay, you know, a couple hundred bucks because I work for myself. Damn, okay. But then I looked at, you know, look at your income. Yeah, it ends up being a pretty significant number. Like, you figure even 10%. You made 30000 you know, but then you're, they, they get your, they get your you, you know, with your deductions and whatnot. Say you could reduce your amount down to... Twenty thousand. You gonna pay some cheese. You gonna pay some cheese. I, again, I don't know if it's only on a certain portion, cause I know like they got all these little back end back end laws now too, where like now, apparently the first ten thousand of if you make so much, you make a hundred thousand, you know, as a household or something like that. Your first ten thousand is untaxable. So that's that's how they give you a little break now. 
like, huh, I got I'm like, I, I want my accountant to be up on all the codes. Every every year I write him a letter. Tell me the new codes. Tell me what's going on. I hear you can get this. I hear you can get this and this. Please look into this for me. Uh, because, yeah, man, this country, as much as they tout the American dream and working for yourself and doing your thing, they want you working for somebody. Because that's what it's built on. It's still basically the industrial revolution around these parts. If they could have us up in the chimney sweeping it out, we'd be Oliver Twist all day. At the soup kitchen and we'd be buddy off of Mary Poppins. For real. For real, Jim man. Chimney, huh? For real. <laughs> they want us, they want us sooty and happy, boy, because that's it. That's it. They don't want that that they don't they don't want you to strike it out on your own because then you taking a piece of the pie. Capitalism, you know? You throwing your hat in the ring to make more money, to not be cut out of that out of that conversation. I, that's what that's what ended up having me go partly go on my own. I never wanted to be my own boss, but one of my old bosses got a little lippy, got a little cocky after I finished a project, and like boop, popped the cork, dancing around the office, champagne for everybody that we landed. We we finished this big project. And I know how much he made on that project because he bragged about it. We just made this much. I'm like, I just did that project for the business, for the company. I know what my salary is. So basically, I know my cut. And you made how much? Like, okay, I'm going to file that one away. And then later on, again, as I, as I became more and more savvy about it, as I became closer and closer to those top side parts of the business, when you're, you know, art director, creative director, you start going to these meetings, you have a, a little more responsibilities, and then you know what the billable hour is to go, you know, track your hours because we got to build this much for that meeting. I'm like, okay, noted. You build, you build out 275 for, for me, but I make 30. All right, cool. File away. <laughs> Whoa, what old boy say? What Flossie say? File those. <laughs> File them to the side. <laughs> Got that. And so yeah, man. Once I started figuring that out, and you, you, those are those kind of things you can't unsee. Because once you become privy to them, they nag at you because you know what you're making. You're dancing for your bread. You're dancing for your raises. You're dancing for your incentives. But you know what you just made the company. You literally know what you just made for the business. I'm like, all right, man. We got to do something about this. So that's part of it. But then, cost to be the boss, it gets you on the backside. But I'll, I'll always you have pay a very out. specific skill set that allows you to, to strike out on your own. That's true. That's very true. It, it does. It's categorical. It is very, very much... Your trade, I mean, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, it's very much categorical in a sense that you have a specific thing that you can offer that even if others have the capability, they don't have the time or the setup to do it consistently. Like, I know plenty of creative people, like yourself, who work different jobs. <coughs> you don't have the, the, the setup time to dive in and do it 24 sales by yourself so yeah that helps 
that definitely helps to have a specific thing. Um, I've talked to my wife about that though. <coughs> in terms of, like, I think everybody could turn their thing into a specific thing. Um, you just have to figure out the crossroads, the cross, or cross, re cross reference between what it is you can offer, who your audience is, and how to monetize it. Like, like yourself, your skill set could do it, but it would be starting your own entity for this specific audience who could facilitate this, you know, the connection between that audience and this audience at a specific gap, you know, like figuring out the, figuring out the pain points and the bridges and the gaps. Yeah. You know, as a teacher, my wife has her master's degree. She's got her reading specialist, her library media specialist. She could start her own tutoring business. But the uptick to do so, to get to that point where you could be independent, have your clientele specifically be those who needed reading, tutoring, pre-collegiate, uh, test taking, you know, you, you get together your, your offerings. Well, speaking of, speaking of that, I got a homeboy that I went to junior college with that I, we just reconnected. His, his wife does that. Really? She's a teacher in Texas, and they have a tutoring program wow. that's made to, it's like made to go. So you can do it in the car. Really? You can do it. Like audiobook type of tutoring? It's like live. So you have a phone. Oh, wow. And then you can upload the homework to a whiteboard. Really? So the, the tutor has like a whiteboard. You can upload the homework. It goes to the whiteboard, and you can do the program. Do it. Stop. Like a it. shared, shared whiteboard. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and they do it, and then you can sit in your car and do it. Like he was like, he's like, people call us all the time. He was like, and say mom is in a, a class, right. or she's driving home from work, right. and the kid needs help. Sit in the back seat. They upload it. While they're driving home, they live in Texas. They live in Houston. And yeah, they got long it's drives. Like, so we have Especially long drives. Especially Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they sit in the back seat, do the homework. She drives. Homework's done by the time they get to the crib. What? Yo, that's smart, man. And 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 like and I guess it's a ready-made program. So really, you just buy it. Is it and then do it? Like, okay, so is it proprietary to his business or there's? No, a, it's like it's like. No. So they're the brand. They're their own brand face. Yeah. It's like franchise, this, like, right? Right? Yeah. Like yeah, like a franchise. You buy, for that. you buy it. You buy the program. Yeah, customize it out as you need. You do it how you do it. Whether well, you want to do reading, maybe you want. What to do subjects math. do they do? She does math. Okay. She's like some kind of math genius. So she does math. Wow. It's all levels. And so you just you just take 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 your calls and tutor up. Good luck at school tomorrow, kid. Next client. Damn, <laughs> that's actually good. If 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 you got the you know if you got a subject matter like that and you can handle it. Like, I would do that for French. Like, I would do for language tutoring. You know, if I could be in my car or I'm on a trip, mm -hmm. call them up. All right, let's get this session in. Yo, that's dope. That's hella dope. I was like, what? I'm telling you, man, half of, half of that sort of entrepreneurial thing is not really... It's not really a secret, you know? It's not really some hidden hidden gem thing. It's literally that 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 sort of 
drunken free thought idea of like, man, you know what we should do? And it's just being bold enough to do it. Bold enough to do it. <laughs> That's all it really comes down to. Right, right. Because the idea is out there. If you got enough, if you got enough dollars yep. to get rolling yep. until you don't have to work a job, yep. the time, yep. pretty much you can make anything you work. You can, man. You can find some dumb stuff and do it. You can. You know? It's just you absolutely can. You know, people you scared to put your foot out there. And, and being able, lose, yeah, and being know, able to, to, to being hit. able to sustain that that first hit of failure, which is gonna happen. You're gonna hit some low points where you're gonna have to hustle and do. And I look, I think about people who have amazing ideas, and you just and or even some that have the weakest ideas, and they're just bold enough to do them. I'm like, oh damn, that worked. I can't believe that worked. They rolling. I think the more the more you work, the more you're you're like. I think the more you work a job of any kind, right? And the more you move up, and you start to see if you're a thinker, right? You start to see that like the basic of things, like people just haven't done. Yeah. And I think it comes like I always find out stuff because I don't want to work any harder. <laughs> right. So then I'm like, why are we not doing this? Right. Right. You know. And you go to your boss and you're like, why are we not doing it? And they're like, never thought about that. I'm like, like really? What? Like, why are you running this place? You ain't what? thought about that. You ain't thought about this. <laughs> so, man, you'd only have to work half the day if you right. did this. You now, now you're talking my whole life. And they're now. like, oh, well, you take that up the chain. You're like, what is going on? Yup. Yep. That reminds me of like that's like being it when I was at running track and uh, <laughs> you be there and then the coach will say something and you be like. Dude, they've been here for four years, and you don't know that. Yup, yup, yup. You don't know that, man. You could unravel all of NCAA sports behind that one premise. Like, yeah, that they you they, just now figuring that just out. Just now figuring that out, right? Like, they're a senior. You just now figuring yep. that out. Yup, and by then it's too late. Congrats, kid. Bye. See you later. Had a good career. You hit the aha moment in the time that, that everybody uh-huh. else was like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. you know that? Man, that's so true. It's so true. So true. We'll be right back. That's crazy. <laughs> Alright, man, you strolled in. What you wearing tonight? What's the ones you got right there? Vapor That's the Burlington. Uh, uh, PG peg. That's lovely. You got them joints for fifty. Mm-hmm. Burlington. Mm-hmm. You need to do a YouTube show because I saw cats doing this with mad views. Just Burlington shopping. Literally carrying a phone into Burlington on a Tuesday when the boxes show well, up. Well, going up on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, like. Walking around the store, showing what they got in their basket, and they they making it big. That's what you need to do is some Burlington fine YouTubing. Yeah, man, cause you you come up with them every time I go to Burlington. It is booty. <laughs> What's your secret? Give the people in. one secret. Stay in there. Stay in. There. <laughs> what you gotta do? You just gotta keep going past. You just gotta keep going back. But is it on your way home? Well, uh, Ross is on is by my job. Okay, Ross. Okay, actually, all of them are on the way home. Okay, but I don't go to all of them. Okay, and then one's by the crib. So I can see it if it's on the way and you always stop in from where I'm at. 
it's a jaunt to get to any of them. The north one on 72nd, which that's like Murderer's Row. They got Ross, Marshalls, and TJ Maxx. Or is that Burlington over there? That's they TJ got, Maxx. They got Burlington. They got a Burlington over there too? Burlington, well, yeah, on your way. On um, center. On oh, center. Coming out this, coming out on far, one. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a long way for you, but I mean, yeah, because they got Burlington, TJ Maxx, and that's the one on center. Yeah, because then Marshalls is just over the hill. Burlington, that that one ain't never got nothing when I go in, man. Oh, um, I don't, I don't have some hits in there. For real? I sent you some stuff from there, I think. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Oh wait, the one you sent me was from. Uh... That's one I just sent you. Oh, okay. That one was kind of fire. That was kind of fire. That's like I said. You called me at tax time when I was like, I'm, I got to hold some cheddars. But uh, that one was good. I got Oregon Kobe's from from there. Shut up. From Burlington. From uh, yeah. Wow. So flower, shouts out to flower. Soul flower up in uh, up in New York. She was sending me some. Uh, some Burlington and Marshall's fines, cause she always hits me up when uh, when she sees my size 12, and uh, sees if I want anything. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> That's wild, man. Nah, I can't. I I'm, I have no good luck at the bargain hunt. Those are dope too. So Ross. All right, which one do you prefer? You prefer Ross or you prefer Burlington? Cause they are, are they are they depends coming? on location. They all have the same. For, for the most part, they all got the same. Yeah, stuff. yeah. So it just depends. What you got to do is, what I found is the best way to do it is I watch Instagram. Okay. So I watch really? the people that uh, have pages where that, that's all they do, and then usually they'll have you know three or four shoes they put up a, you know every couple of days. Okay. And one of those is going to hit in a locale. Typically, in, so. in this area, really, one of them usually hits in a local location of, of something good. All right, that's a good tip. That's a good tip. So, so you follow one of the influencers that Burlington hunts are their thing, mm -hmm. and then you figure the distribution says one of those things might hit yeah. a location here. It may not be like they. Sometimes they come up with like. You know, real dope stuff. Like right. they may have fourteen vapor maxes. You right, know what I'm right, saying? right. You know you're not gonna get that. But right. every now and again, if you catch them, you might catch that vapor max. I've seen vapor maxes in there, but they always like real. They like fourteen. Right, you know? right. Yeah, but I've seen some stuff in Marshalls. Stop. Are you serious? Yeah, I catch some things in Marshalls. Like every now and again, what's the best day? What's the best day to go? If you if you're trying to get there. Like I said, I've seen some YouTubers say Tuesday. What's the best day in our area to go to Burlington? I'm not about to give it away to mess up my stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought I, 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 catch I, the heat myself. I thought I'd catch you it'd slipping. You'd be, be one or two of them in there. You know? I thought I'd catch you <laughs> slipping. You know, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're Y'all right. don't have to just go. You're right. <laughs> you're know, you lucky like me. Come on, man. Your collection is back on the rise. <laughs> Off these Burlington vines. Them is dope. Burlington. I actually Ooh, picked those up. Them is the ones right there. Yeah. Them the ones I, man, I had them joints in college. I love them. I trained in them. Oh, man. That's what I got to start getting back on. Ross. Okay, that, seriously? 
What you pay? Okay, that's the Climate Cool Ultra Boost. How much you pay for them? Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. That shoe was two hundred retail when it dropped. Going to Dark Jones. Them Dark Jones going to Dark. Which ones? The ones out of show. Jazz got the white Jones. They they go in the dark. Oh, I got them. I didn't know they glowed in the dark. Man, I'm slipping. I got those. <laughs> okay. Man, fifty bucks. Them the ones. I'm mad about them. I'm mad about them because that Air Max Light was an exclusive. It was a pretty limited drop, and you got it at Burlington, probably for forty bucks. Man, I, man, I need to end this whole podcast on that note. Trippin'. Serious? Mm-hmm. Those? Yeah. Did they? And they were just sitting because because yeah, around here don't. Thirteen though. If they were thirteen, uh, I got them. But. Okay. Because I was gonna say people around here don't know about them. Man, that's dope. That's dope. These are right. ones I wanted, but I didn't have no cheese at the time. New Balance, it was, it was dope. It was dope. Came on nine nine nine. Yup, yup. It was dope. Man, Jada made me mad. We gotta be back. I gotta, I gotta take a hiatus to, to calm down while he keeps showing me all this heat. Those are the ones you showed me. <laughs> yeah, those are the ones you showed me. Them is crazy. Them is crazy. We'll be back. I'm done talking about these sneakers. We sat, in the, we sat in the car, I put a movie on, right. and we all went to sleep, and right. woke up, and it went out there whenever like, people like kind of start to rush, right. and we all got out there. I remember them little dudes, man. Now, was people, was, so was, was people holding, would they, would they hold places for you? Like, like would they honor the place in line? they count off they the cars? They didn't have anybody working there Okay, the but I mean like like hood rules, you know, like like honor amongst thieves. I went I went to get, when the, when the 11s came out, I went up there, and they bullied some hood dudes bullied the people in line. Serious? To get in there, to get in. Word. They was like, we will whoop your ass if you don't let us Serious? Oh my God, man. And then and the okay. police came, the police came, and, they, and let them hood, them hood dudes do that. They let them do it. Because the people was like, they, we've been here all night. We've been here all night. They was going crazy, because they had been there all night. Wow. Other people was in the line vouching for them. It was like they've been in this line all night long because they, they only had like ten pairs or something. They had a right. size run. Right. Where was this at? Shields. Dang. And they wouldn't honor the, the line. And then they had the police came and was like, "That's crazy." Whoever's here is what's, what's happening. And That's crazy, was going nuts man. Because they was like these dudes been here and they and these guys just came and like pushed them out the line and told them if you don't, you know what I mean, like you're gonna let us in or we're gonna beat you up essentially. See, that's where that's where like retailers needed to take control of their own lines because things did things was hairy when it came to the lineup. Like like I said, there was no honor amongst thieves at all, man. Um, but that was but that was a, a development, like you said, that was the eleventh. By then, that was a turning point. By then, yeah, that was that's when it made the news. You know, yeah. we was back in the that took it all the way back to the nineties where folks was afraid to wear their kicks. That's when they broke the door at West. At Rose. West Rose, exactly. And I remember I had two pairs, and I'm wearing one pair because I, I mean I'm like I waited forever to get these. I didn't have them back in the day. I'm a grown ass man, so I had mine, and I remember people being afraid for me. Like my fam was like, "Don't wear those at the mall." What are you talking about? I'm grown. 
I paid for these, you know. I'm gonna go to the mall, pick up something real quick. It was the first time I remember feeling uncomfortable. Like, like somebody was following me for my kids. Like, since like grade school, junior high, high school, back in the day when heads really was getting took for their stuff. Mm -hmm. That was the first time. And I, like I said, I'm grown at the time. And so yeah, that's what that for me that was a turning point. I remember the day, but it was right after going to the mall. I was at West Rose. They had just broke the door. I was at Starbucks that next day, and it was in the paper, and I had the shoes on. I'm like, damn it, like y'all think, and I had people, at, oh, you got a pair of those. I'm like, look, I didn't break nobody's door to get them. So, but that was the first time I felt like I had to explain myself about what kicks I was wearing. That was probably the last time. <clears throat> that's probably the last time I stood in line. I said, I'm not doing. That was a turning point. I was like, I'm not doing something. This is crazy. And I remember I used to, I, I, at that point again, I was too grown to stand in line and fight with heads, be cold. I got. I think I did it one more time because the, the, I think the last time I did, they uh, told everybody the size runs. Ah, uh, okay. They came and let every, like the people yeah. in line know, yeah. what do you want? Yeah. Do, will we have it by the time we get to you yeah. type thing? And uh, I remember people was like, people start to leave once they came out and start yeah. doing that. Because they was like, well, they by the time they get to me, yeah. there's no more 12s. You yeah. know what I mean? There's no more 11s. There's yeah. no more 10s. You know what I mean? And that's what, so that's what happened in Seattle. The coolest lineup for me was out in Bell Square, uh, out in Bellevue. And they were opening, they opened them all early. I mean, like mad early. You could get in there at midnight, but they wasn't opening the stores until six, you know. As long as you was, you know, being 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 on point, they weren't gonna cause no problems. And so they had finish line full locker champs. Each of them had their own line and they were handing out numbers. Way back before numbers. And they was like, okay, your place in line got you a chance. Your shoe size got you that extra step. And if they didn't have your shoe size, your place in line was was pointless. Exactly. So I lucked out in that my girl Jen, whom I was staying with, her son wanted to go. They had never done the lineup. They were just in it to have fun with me. So they were like, we think this will be fun. We'll go get some coffee. We'll stay up with you. He ended up wanting a pair. So then luckily, upstairs, Foot Locker had my size and he was up there. Champs downstairs had his size and I was down there. I'm like, all right, so then his mom basically was the runner, took our number, swapped us out, got the number, and then I ended up getting the motorsport. The motorsport, uh, what number was that? 23s. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got the motorsport 23s just because they was on the wall. I'm like, can y'all sell anything else this morning? He was like, well, you in here. Is it, make it quick. I'm like, I don't even have to try them on. Those. <laughs> he went and got the box. Motorsport 23s. Left with the with, with the countdown pack. Happy boy. So yeah, man. Lineups was crazy. And then like if you cultivated relationships, like I said, I was I was grown. So finish line at Village Point. Bruh, many a trip to the back door. I'm like, I pay full clip. I don't need no discount. I just ain't standing out line. I'm not gonna do it. So I remember being Plenty of times, just being like, "Yo, just tell me where, 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 and when and where." I was sitting in my car out back. I would drive out and see the the, the, the craziness out front. I ain't going through it. If I, I'm gonna work this relationship. We are gonna get in right here. 
and we're gonna go. And that's sure enough what good I days. Do. Them was good days. No one that hype beast. Exactly, yeah. man. It changed the whole thing. It changed the entire because it used to be fun to go and get your spot online, chill. You be there with the people that you know. Like it'd be a lot of people that you know. You know, talk to heads. Y'all talking. Y'all just talking yep. shop. You know. Yep. I remember even even the earlier days of like the Black Friday runs when it finally started getting getting kind of hyped up to go do those. Um, my mom's in, out in Denver, so I would drive down to Castle Rock right after dinner, post up at Nike. I would only see, I would only go there once a year. Heads will remember you. Like, yo, you back? How's your mom's? You back for the holidays? Like, yeah, man, what's up? What's been up? Families, you see the kids grow up. Literally, we standing online buying some sneakers once a year, and you still see the same heads. Like, that, that vibe is gone now. It ain't the same. It ain't the same, though. which is a shame because I think that's that was part of the culture. And it's all well, like, I think it probably does occur. It just doesn't so? occur for us. Yeah, that's true. You know, we we're not going to stand in lines anymore. That's true. It's not nothing that's appealing to us. So you think that the so, younger the younger generation is experiencing what we did just in their own way? Mm-hmm. Okay, they, I can see. They that. know each other because yeah. you know they're all hyping over the same stuff. Yeah, I can see that. You know. We I just we just that. not in those lines any longer. Right. You know? That's true. That's true. I can and see that. at this very second, the stuff that we want, yeah, ain't got no line. <laughs> right. You know right. So, it ain't beasting. You know, I wish I could get to for no Yeezys or none of that kind of stuff. I think, I think it still occurs at our age in towns that have a population base who'll get it and a boutique who'll sell it. So, like, say you in Vegas. There's a lot of grown man sneakers in Vegas, you know, New Balances, Adidas original specials, that kind of thing. I think some people still show up at the door, you know, because it's fun to get them and either stash them or rock them straight out the store. Like, I'm, I'm that cat. <laughs> I, think, I think it's the, it depends on the shoe, I think. Yeah, you think so? The shoe draws the, the, the particular crowd. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you say, yeah. you know, some concepts, uh, you know, New Balance comes out, right. like, you're gonna get a certain type of cat that comes right. and gets that. You you're know right. what I'm saying? You're right. You say a certain type of easy or something like you're gonna get a certain type of group right. that gets that. You know, right. like we're kind of in that that old head New Balance space. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. space. So, you're right. You know, we you're appreciate right. the old school New Balance. You know, what or, I mean? or the super limited edition oddball this and that. Like I just picked up them uh, them DOE Shanghai's the Ultra Boost 19. Mm. Ain't nobody want those. I got those on super duper sale. If those were a boutique find and I could line up, like you said, at a at a concepts or I could line up at an original store and pick them up, I think I they would I would have got them pretty pretty easily because they're they're pretty niche. But uh, I miss the lineup. I do because there was there's something to it. There's there's an adrenaline rush. Especially if you know you're gonna get them, but you gotta wait. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody fighting, ain't nobody beefing. You know, you might be looking at the who all, who all getting the twelve. You know, the hands go up or whatever. And then you contemplating, could I fit an eleven and a half? You know, I miss that. I miss that. But it, but most people wouldn't wouldn't realize, or, or most people wouldn't recognize that as a thing. You know. But then I remember even video games. When when the PSs were dropping or a game was dropping and you had to go to Babbage's 
out at uh, <laughs> right? KC, well, we had Babbage's. Most people on. don't realize GameStop, Babbage's, like all those stores that were connected but had different names. We had a Babbage's at uh, Oakview. I'm fresh off of college. I, I'm fresh into my new job. I got expendable income. Bills are paid. And this is how foolish we were. In one house, all of us lined up and got PS the PS1. We had three PS1s in the house. Why? Because we could. Because we were in line. Yep. And then, and, and at the time, it wasn't a whole lot of games, but yeah, my P. I remember hooking the PS One up. It was so, it was so new that you could, it, it didn't look good when you tried to hook it up to the old RF uh, antenna. You had to go get a new TV. Mm-hmm. Man, I remember them days. Like lining up was fun. It was real fun. And it, I mean, it wasn't. Was it a waste of money sometimes? I wouldn't even say that because you were getting what you paid for. Experience, yeah, and you were getting something that you value. Yeah, you can't put a price on value. You, you have to wait on the mail. Right, it was there. Right, like you could right there. pull out the box, wear it that night. Right there. You know? like, <laughs> Seriously, get stunt right then, right away. Right like away. now, you gotta like you buy it the day of. You have to wait mm-hmm. three days to get mm-hmm. it. You know, mm-hmm. and you're like, did you get them? You're like, oh, yeah. They'll be on Wednesday. Yeah, getting, yeah, that's another thing. You're right. Like, getting things, no matter what your genre of thing is, no matter what your category of desire is, getting things is different when you can't unbox it at home right away. Like, the the car ride home, you know, it's sitting right there. You it's can't like, touch I wanna it. I want to drive as fast as I can to get home, man. You hungry? Later. Yeah, we got some place else to go man. later. Right. I gotta get home man. and play this game. Right. I gotta get home and try these kicks on. I gotta get home and make sure it fit because I was hyped at the store. I don't know if it fits. And now, like you said, you wait for it to get there a few days after after you've been jonesing to to, to get through the app to get it. Jonesing, you're struggling to get through the app to get jonesing. it. It's like then you're like, oh, I got it. Jonesing. Now I gotta wait three days to get it. Jonesing. And now you hounding your UPS man. <laughs> you hear the truck drive up. You, you don't want to go You at the window. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you going to miss it. Oh, my God, man. Yeah, the, the lineup has become now watching the tracking. Because now I'm a, yeah, I'm a tracking watcher now. Yeah. Where it's just like, yeah, three days. Yeah. It'll be here. Then you mad because they ain't shipped it yet. Like, yeah. Come on now. I'm nervous to tell you. It's one or two days to get shipped, and you're just like, please ship it right as I buy it. Right away, sir. Let me order this in the middle of the day so they'll <laughs> ship it by five, so hopefully it gets to the mailbox. Oh, right, my God. Then you, like, I made nice with my UPS guy where even if it needs signing for, he'll, he'll hook it up and make sure I can get it. Or he, uh, he'll see me out and about if he's driving through the neighborhood and I'm at Starbucks or something. He'll stop me. He's like, I got something on the truck for you. My man. Cause you know I'm, you know I want it. <laughs> oh my God, man! Yeah, there's something to retail therapy. There's something to it. That 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 whole shipping. It's like, you know, I liken it to, I don't know, man. Like when I go buy a record, man. I've been mm. like jonesing for, man. Like I, I've been songs stuck on my head, and I've been searching, searching, searching for yep. this record, and then bam, there it is. And can't wait to play. You know, I could I could just as easily order it online. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, but the hunt. 
searching but for it. But never feels as good as when you get it. You find it in the wild, as I call it. You find never. It Honestly, I wonder. I would. I would be. I would be willing to or interested in the psychology of it. And if it is, if you are getting the same sort of primal reaction of hunting and gathering, because it is, it's, it's, it's a rush. There's a success to it. There's a skill to finding it. You are literally on the hunt for this thing. And I wonder if that's what it's, it's kicking in. It's kind of touching or what do they call that? Your uh, primal brain or whatever. Because it is, it's true. I can't like in any experience to like when you find something that you have been like really wanting. It's so true. And that counts across any category yep. of thing. Yep. Yep. Man, that's crazy. Cause now it got me thinking to things like weird things like Olsen's donut shop downtown, you know, like if I go by Olsen's and it's closed, I'm mad. Cause I drove all the way down here. And it's the best donut. Let me get that glaze. Oh, it's closed? Word? Now I'm mad. I'm going home. I don't want nothing. <laughs> or, or, or finding little obscure things when you travel, you know? Or, or that compulsion to buy something when you know. It might even cost a little bit more than you were planning. But like you said, I could order it and get it two weeks from now. Once I get home, once I get it bought, once I get it but shipped. It's here. Right now. <laughs> it's here. Right now. Then you have to decide, is that difference in pay just the same because I have to pay shipping? Right. Yeah, you're doing all that math. get it now. You're doing all that math. I could get it right now. It's shipping plus $3. So I can shipping plus $3. I can that. Like, and then if, you, if you're in the biz or you're in the, you're in the social realm, like, yo, it's here right now. I could get my pictures. I could stunt. I could wear them today. The value of being in them versus waiting two weeks for them, that's a real thing. Like, you're doing calculations. You look like Rain Man doing them calculations. They had a bubble on top of your head. <laughs> running, on? running the numbers. <laughs> Seriously, in the matrix, boy. To this day, if I'm, like, really joking for a record, right, and I can't find it, right, anywhere like i'm like looking 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 around town i can't find it right if i decide to buy it online if i see it in the wild i'll still buy it really even after after you've decided to buy it online or you've already purchased a copy of it if you see it in the wild i'll still buy it it's part of the process <laughs> how many duplicates you got off of that uh i don't buy online that often right and usually, if I have to buy something online, okay. it's because I I know it's not okay. Like yeah, you're forced you know, to do it then. I don't have much of a choice, right? But it's happened a couple times. Yeah, I got a. Um, I wanted this Denise Williams record. This is Nisi, her okay. first album. Real bad. Okay. Because I love that song "Free." Okay. So I wanted real, real bad, and so my girlfriend bought it for me. Word. She bought it for me for. Uh, what was it Valentine's Day maybe? Okay. Um, a couple a couple years ago. Okay. And uh, I was super stoked. From the back of my mind, I did all the record things that that record dudes do. <laughs> is this a repress? Right. Like, is it okay? Because I know she didn't go to the record store and get it because that would require her to like 
dig. Right. And she's not a record person. She don't know that. So I know she didn't do that. <laughs> but then, you know, knowing she knowing oh, me, she God. was like, look, I understand, but let me tell you how the process came about. Okay. She's like, I worked with this guy, this girl. Her dad's a record collector. Okay. He, he has a lot of records. Uh, I asked him if uh, he had the record. He had the record. So I bought it from a record collector. So it's kind of like buying it from a store. So, kind of went through know, the process. Like, I kind of went through the process because yeah. I went to a record collector to get it. Yeah. You know, but then a year later, you found I'm it. in the store. There it is. <laughs> I, had I to buy get it. it. <laughs> you know, like, I had oh to my it. goodness, that's so compulsive. <laughs> There's other good records that I buy every time I see it. Right. I have four Superfly soundtracks. Really? I have. Four or five Sly and Family Stone. Because you found them, they were, they were right there. So you got Because them. they're just good enough for me to buy. Because wow. I need it. I still need wow. it. When I see it, I still need it. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. I still need it, man. I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm definitely that way about kicks. I think I'm that way about... I used to be that way about watches. Before I remember the watch days. You remember before, my watch phase before you had the Apple Watch. Yeah, the Apple Watch put <laughs> it a was the Invicta champ. It was bad. <laughs> the big body. Oh my god, I was I was big body Invicta all day long. <laughs> like the bigger the face, it was already on my wrist. The heavy hand. Man, you know you remember. Forget heavy is the crown. Heavy is the <laughs> wrist. Heavy was the wrist for sure. <laughs> oh my god, I still got so many of them stacked up because it was a compulsion. Like you said, at that point, I saw it. The bezel, the face, the glass, the links. Oh, that's the one. Until I see the next one, <laughs> then that's the one. Like, I think I was worse about watches than I was even about kicks. Because, I mean, kicks I was always into. But I never needed, needed to amass kicks. But watches and sunglasses, that was, that was, I'm definitely an accessories hound. And bags. Like, I got a closet full of bags. I'll be like that sometimes. Just, I like that with coats. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a thousand coats. My girlfriend be like, "Why do you have so many coats?" Yeah. It's like, I need a coat for everything. Yeah, especially and I'm like a jacket person. I wear a jacket all year round. I was the about work to is say, usually always cold, so I always have a jacket. And that's your deciding factor. Like, if you had jeans and sneakers, dude, you probably just got a plain T-shirt. So your 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 variable is what jacket you're wearing. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm definitely a, a variety is the spice of life type of cat with my accessories <laughs> but then i look at mugs too i'm real bad with coffee mugs like i love water bottles water bottles <laughs> i'm just a i just um, got a problem <laughs> you know, i remember jazzy just said anybody that collects records collects other stuff yeah he's like he's like i guarantee you go to the house and they collect something else yep yep and that's that's definitely yep. me you know what's crazy is back in my dj days when I made the decided choice to try new technology, when I switched over to CDJs, um, I still have all of my CDs and I don't have anything to play them on. <laughs> but I still have every single one that I rummaged for, collected, I worked at the radio, I ran the electronic music department at, at the college radio station. I still got all of it categorized, breakbeats, jungle, R&B, you know, hip hop, and that's when you used to get those, like, you know, 200, 400, 600 disc binders where the zipper would always break because it would just got too thick. I still have my Triple Five Soul DJ bag because at the time, 
they had fashioned the bag where you could basically, it was a soft crate. So you could stack it with your records. And what I did was I, I it fit just perfectly for a binder. And I don't know if the record business, if the music business and the manufacturers did this on purpose, but one of those binders was the same length and width of a record. So it would slip in, my binder would slip in perfectly and I have all my CDs for the gig. My trip, man, I, st I think I still got that Triple Five Soul bag too. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! Remember record bags was like the it was thing. the thing, and I, they, I did something so stupid. What'd you do? I did something so stupid for a record bag. For I, you did it for the bag. <laughs> I had a. I'm gonna punch myself in the face if I think about it. Uh, I had an acetate copy of Murderer by Barrington Levy, and really. Uh, and I traded it for a record bag. Oh! I needed a record bag like real bad. You had the acetate copy. It was acetate copy. It was it was it was getting to a point where I mean it's acetate, so you can't play it forever. Right, ever, right. You know? Like it was getting to the kind of the point where it was them like, the platters that actually used to break that they're like. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! It's not like vinyl vinyl. Nah, it's, it's not gonna acetate, warp and bend. And it just gets run down. And I was what? looking for it the other day, and I was like... What was oh the bag? My. What kind of bag? A Dickie record bag. Okay. I still use that record bag. Do you I, really? Yeah, I still use it whenever I DJ, typically. My Triple Five Soul bag was dope, man. It was. I, I still remember the colors. It's in my closet somewhere. It was navy blue with the orange stitching and, and a little bit of purple. So it actually matched my Sony... Remember those... Uh, the the waterproof rugged Discman? Mm -hmm. The kind of workout Discman? Yeah. It matched the colors of it perfectly. So I looked like I was like all put together, be waiting for my gig, pop in a disc, clip it, you know, sit there listening to my beats. Oh my goodness, man, that's a time warp. You ain't lying. If you collect one thing, you collect everything. I collect them Funko Pops, man. Did you really? I do. I started. You still do, huh? Just see my desk. I saw, it when you, I saw it way, way back before you got the new gig. And you were just kind of starting to get them. Okay, Funko Pop. Did you collect um, monies or what was the other one? Uh, I did. You collected monies? I had a couple. I didn't collect them. I was and just the kid the robots. Yeah. yeah. I was just get the blank monies and they got the, all the different ones. So I yeah. a couple of the different ones. I remember being part of an art show where you got a money to customize mm -hmm. and you'll be featured in the art show. Like I did that a couple of times. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I remember Monies was the thing. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't gotten into Funko Pops. Like by by now, I was over it. But Monies was dope. I remember going to the actual Kid Robot store, and this is when like retailers like that were starting to become household names themselves. So your Kid Robots, your Johnny Cupcakes, mm -hmm. even Benny Gold, like these these solopreneurs were starting to become brands all their own and that's when you got cause and, and all that you know Futura resurfaced from 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 just a, a graph artist and a writer to to be a full-on pop culture icon you know the dark Vader Futura really really yeah. that's that that'll get me Star Wars stuff I, I got start, I, I, 
I wanted to buy it, but then I was like, it was like thirty five bucks. Yeah. I was like, mm, I got a ton. I got a ton of Star Wars stuff. That's, I'd say that's been my sneakiest collecting obsession because it's so woven into the like the fabric of my family. Like, my pops introduced me to Star Wars. Star Wars. I'm a I'm a head all the way through and through. My daughter now asks herself. Can she watch Star Wars before bed? And you know, I, I shed the single dad tear. Like, absolutely, babe. I got I got lightsabers hanging up in my office. <laughs> yeah, you know, we rolled through uh, McDonald's back a couple weeks. You know, a couple months ago when the movie came out, and uh, they were they were doing those weird little keychain things. I remember rolling through and saw that they had a sign that was like, you could just buy the whole set for three bucks, and you didn't have to get the Happy Meal. I'm like, I'll be back. I rolled around the, the, the building and came back. Like, go ahead and give me that that dark saga set, three three ninety nine. Cool. Throw it in the bag. Yeah, man. I I, uh, I definitely got the collecting Jones in me. Yeah. You know, this the part of the Black Panther. Oh, look at the whole set. That's wild. Got Killmonger. This grows and things. I done got a couple like different ones. That's wild. This is this is, the, this is what I, I kind of started with. Okay. I, actually, I, years ago I bought this one. This was the first one I ever bought. That's Ric Flair. That's dope. Where'd you find that one? Target. Really? Yeah. I didn't realize Target did the Funko Pops. That's Way the, back. That's the spot. Is it really? They said Target Con. And it's like going like. Stop. They, the Target exclusives. Like really? Those, those months, they target has exclusive pop. See, that's where I think and you can and like sometimes they're like super exclusive for real. That's for where real. I think Funko did better than the monies and the things in the past because those were boutique exclusives, so they almost made it hard for you to find. And everything is licensed. They can have just about a license for everything. Really? Almost everything. That's crazy. Next that's one, next one I'm looking for is they got a penny a penny hardaway that's coming out. A penny hardaway Funko? Yeah. That's I'm funny, shit, man. Bro. I'm, I'm here for it. That's funny, man. <laughs> I'm here for it, bro. You heard it here, y'all. Funko Pop, Penny Hardaway. If you know where to find it, make sure my boy Jay gets that. Shouts out to Gary. We're going to shut it down. G, we'll see you next time. Everybody, you know how to get at us. Check in, chime in. We want to hear from y'all a little bit more. Long live the fighters. We out. Peace.